Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at them loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Good morning and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our community who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. That cute little theme song you just heard was performed and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's gotten to be very popular, and she's even sung on the Grand Old Opry. We're really proud of this young woman, and even more proud to say that she's from Monroe County, Tennessee. Today, we're setting the table with a farm-to-forage dinner and the Central Collective. I've also got a really good list for schedules and locations of these late summer farmers markets. And we've got a wonderful gospel song from Jeff, Barbara, and Sarah Perkle. Thank you so very much for your good company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table, be it radio or computer or phone or however you're tuning in. I'm so proud to have your good company. Now let's get started. Our first guests today are Amy and Mike of Lost Creek Farm. They're both a farming and cooking couple, and they're going to be in town October 13th at a place on North Central called the Central Collective. Why I'm talking about this is that they come to town and team up with different growers to produce a truly foraged and farmed dinner in a pop-up style. And another important thing that they do at the Central Collective that they do for the community is that they have a commercial kitchen and people that are producers that want to create value-added products and then sell them to the public are unable to do so in their own home kitchen, which is not approved by the health department, can rent the kitchen at the Central Collective and thereby be able to sell on the market their value-added products. That's a real hiccup for most small operations is being able to find a commercial kitchen to produce jams and jellies and relishes and all those kind of things in. So that's just one of the few things that the Central Collective does. And it's also the home of Dale's Fried Pies. We're going to start the show off today visiting with Amy and Mike from Lost Creek Farm. They will be at the Central Collective October 13th for a pop-up farm-to-forage dinner, and they're going to be using a whole lot of local ingredients from our regional growers as well. So let's hear about that right now. We're at the Appalachian Food Summit, and I have snagged 
Amy Dawson and Mike Costello to just talk more about what they do at Lost Creek Farm. I'm Mike Costello, and I'm uh, a bit of a chef. We, we run a traveling pop-up kitchen from Lost Creek Farm, which is a uh, historic 160-some-acre uh, farm in north-central West Virginia that uh, we in, were able to inherit just a couple years ago from Amy's family. And this is Amy Dawson. Um, I was I was raised in Lost Creek, and this farm has been in my family for about five generations. Um, and I'm happy to move home. It needs a lot of work, but we're putting the love into it. So, uh, you know, from the farm right now, our, our focus is really just uh, kind of renovating it back to the point where it can be a working farm. It was a, a working farm uh, in vegetable production in uh, in livestock as well in the early 1900s. Uh, there's been cattle run on the farm for the last few decades, but we're really the first ones to get back to the farm and, and do any sort of uh, active cultivation. So now we have uh, some heirloom apple trees that we are trying to get started. We've got some blueberry plants. We're just getting started with meat rabbits, with chickens, um, with some heirloom crops, like a, uh, some heirloom Appalachian heirloom corn varieties, for instance. And uh, our goal with the farm is actually not really to be growing and producing so much for market, but to be sourcing our farm-to-table culinary business uh, as much as possible from the farm. Uh, we're always going to be teaming up with other farms uh, wherever we're doing dinners uh, or other kind of culinary events, but uh, our goal at some point is to to really be uh, fairly sustainable from what we're able to grow at the farm. Hmm. So this pop-up dinner, do you travel? Tell me how that works. Yeah, we travel quite a bit with our, with our pop-up events from Lost Creek Farm. Uh, with the farm being under renovation right now, we don't have a, a commercial kitchen. We're not quite set up to host events at the farm. So mm -hmm. when we do events, we're always on the road. We're traveling uh, to other farms, oftentimes to other event spaces to put on these dinners. Um, and that is kind of what brings us down to Knoxville, where we'll be putting on uh, the, the third pop-up dinner in a series that we're, we're doing, teaming up with the Central Collective uh, in Knoxville to put on uh, a farm and forage pop-up dinner on October 13th. How do people know how to get to that dinner? Uh, well, tickets are on sale. They just went on sale uh, at thecentralcollective.com and you look at the event calendar, there will be a, a link to our event on October 13th and there will be a, a link to purchase tickets to find out a little bit more about uh, the menu. Um, we're really excited to get back to Knoxville and do this. We had our first pop-up dinner in uh, Knoxville in the spring, it was in May, and our pop-up dinner, the theme for that was a farm and forage pop-up dinner where we we were able to do farm to table by teaming up with farms in West Virginia and in Tennessee uh, to provide produce, to provide meats that were uh, from small farms in both in West Virginia and Tennessee, um, and, and our, our specialty from Lost Creek Farm uh, is sort of a, a hybrid where we're, we're doing farm to table and we're also doing a lot of wild harvesting. So in our farm and forage dinners in Knoxville, uh, pretty much every item on the menu is gonna have something that we wild harvested at Lost Creek Farm. So in the spring, we had uh, a lot of ramps, we had a lot of uh, mushrooms, spring mushrooms. The last pop-up dinner we had, we had uh, mushrooms from a different season. We had 
uh, chickweed oils and we had uh, some other kind of woodland herbs uh, some wild berries yeah chicory root right right so uh, you know that's one of the sort of interesting things about um, being able to do this sort of thing in Appalachia is not just kind of looking at the availability of produce and, and pastured meats and whatnot from, from farms, but also looking at the plentiful forests around us and seeing what we have at our disposal from just the wild harvesting that we're able to do in the woods. If people want to directly get in touch with you and uh, maybe even have you come do a pop-up for them or just know more about you and connect, um, how do people get in touch with you? Um, the best way to contact us is probably by email. We're at lostcreekfarmwv at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram at Lost Creek Farm. And Mike and I are also on Facebook if you want to contact us through there individually. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Today we're visiting with a farming and chef couple, Amy and Mike, of Lost Creek Farm. After the short break, we'll hear more about the menu they're cooking up October 13th at the Central Collective in Knoxville. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part from Magpie's Bakery with two convenient locations. Downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street, and Magpie's West, now open on Bearden Hill, right inside the Village Exchange. That's just one block east of Calhoun's. A convenient pickup location for special orders and a variety of fresh baked goods daily in Pie Day on Friday. Orders can be taken in person or on the phone at both locations. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 12 until 5, Saturday, 12 until 4, and closed on Sundays. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes to a country club affair with a custom creation. Magpiescakes.com. All butter, all the time. And now let's return to our visit with Lost Creek Farm. Also about the October 13th dinner, we're really excited this time. It's our first time that we're offering a vegetarian option oh, for the dinner. So hopefully that'll be a little bit more inclusive than we've been in the past yeah. serving uh, meat dishes. But what's the overall taste going to be like? Do you know that? Yeah, so the dinner that we're going to do in October at the Central Collective is going to be sort of our autumn harvest dinner. We're going to be doing dinners every other month in Knoxville. Um, so we'll also be back in December for uh, kind of a holiday dinner. But yeah. with the autumn harvest dinner, we've got a lot of um, just really hearty fall food that's available right now. Um, we have uh, some, some things featuring some fall corn, some uh, root vegetables that are available in the fall. What you'll see with our, our food in Knoxville is you'll see a lot of um, kind of ethnic food traditions from West Virginia, from some of the, the ethnic communities, the former immigrant communities that surround uh, the farm where we are. So in, in the town of Clarksburg, which is nearby, for instance, there are a lot of Spanish and a lot of Italian food traditions that are still alive from those immigrant communities that were really thriving in the early 1900s. So um, you'll find that stuff on our menu. So for instance, in October, we're going to have a, a Spanish style mushroom pate with uh, wild harvested mushrooms. Uh, we're going to borrow something from the Italian community and we're going to make a, a pumpkin gnocchi 
uh, that'll sort of feature some of the nice heirloom pumpkins that are available right now through the rest of the fall. Uh, there are going to be some really nice mountain varieties of heirloom apples. Some uh, uh, we call them ugly apples because they <laughs> they're not as polished as some of the big varieties that you might see in the grocery store right now. Um, and and we're going to be teaming up with some other farms in Tennessee. We've been really blessed to have a good network of folks in the Knoxville area to provide us with with some things from some farms. Uh, we've worked with farms that your listeners might be familiar with in the past. Uh, we, we've worked with. Uh, Jim Farm to get rabbits. We've worked with Mountain Meadows Farm to get peaches and apples and Jennings Hollow Farm to get some nice pastured pork for our last dinner. So we look forward to kind of building those relationships even more with the farmers in the Tennessee Valley and just kind of creating community, continuing to create community as we do our do our events in Knoxville. That's really good to hear because because we're all neighbors and we share seed and ideas. And I love that you've got your neighbors in West Virginia and all ethnicities, how it's incorporated in traditional Appalachian um, foods like pumpkin. And it's nice to all come up with a new recipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things that's really fun about that for us is, is just sort of using food as a way to highlight some of the diversity that exists in Appalachia and that is often overlooked in Appalachia. So, you know, we're often seen as just this homogenous kind of people that don't really have any uh, any flair to our, our traditions, but there's actually quite a bit. If you just look around, um, you know, where we are in West Virginia, for instance, there's uh, a, a Greek community, there's a Lebanese community, there's a Spanish community, there's an Italian community that, you know, maybe they don't have the numbers that they did 20 or 30 years ago, but uh, the one thing that's still really very much alive in those communities is still the food. And um, while we don't really make any claims about the the authenticity about the the food that we're creating when we create a version of a certain dish that we've learned about in our community we're absolutely inspired by and 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 continue to be driven by those those traditions and you know we like to incorporate that as much as we can whenever we're developing our menus Amy Dawson Mike Costello Lost Creek Farm thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Amy. It's great to be on your show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And you've been listening to an interview with Amy and Mike of Lost Creek Farms. All the information mentioned is always available at TennesseeFarmTable.com under the link that says listen to the show. This is Alan Benton, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Now here's a little something I want to add to the show. There are so many new restaurants popping up in our community that like to utilize farm fresh ingredients that it's really hard to keep up with what's new or decide where to go. For an unbiased review of our local eateries, there's a place that's available, thanks to my friends Eric and Mandy, through a blog that they've created called Gather With Me. And it's under the website of knoxfoodie.com. And there you'll find write-ups about their experiences at different restaurants and what the places are like. And these people do not pay them to advertise. So it's a good tool to be using and to try to figure out where to go. And uh, they're really media savvy. And so they can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And their latest write-up is about our subject today on Lost Creek Farms. They can help you figure out what sort of experience you might have at these places. 
Now, here's some information that you might find real helpful. I've been wondering how long all of our farmers markets in our area are actually going to be open this season. There's so many good things yet to can. Pumpkins and beans and sauerkraut and all kinds of good stuff to be putting up. So I've compiled a list in closing dates of our area farmers markets in and around Knoxville. So here we go. The UT Farmers Market on the University of Tennessee campus is open through October 19th. That's every Wednesday from 4 until 7. The New Harvest Park Farmers Market, that's in North Knoxville, is open until mid-November, Thursdays at 3 until 6. EastTNFarmMarkets.org runs three different markets located in Oak Ridge, Lakeshore Park, and Ebenezer Road. Now, all three of these markets run until the last weekend of November. And here are the particulars. The Lakeshore Park Farmer's Market in the Bearden area is every Friday from 3 until 6 through October. In November, they will be open Friday from 2 until 5. Ebenezer Road Farmer's Markets, that's in West Knoxville, will open through the last weekend of November every Tuesday from 3 until 6 p.m. The Oak Ridge Farmer's Market, located in historic Jackson Square, is open Saturdays 8 a.m. until 12 and Wednesdays 3 p.m. until sellout until the last weekend of November. The Dixie Lee Farmer's Market in way far west Knotts County, almost to Dixie Lee Junction, is open until November 5th, every Saturday, 9 until 12. The Seymour Farmer's Market in Seymour, Tennessee, right on Chapman Highway, is open Saturdays from 8 until 12 noon until the second Saturday of October. All that information you just heard is also posted on the website tennesseefarmtable.com under the link that says listen to the show. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. And now it's time for the gospel portion of our radio broadcast. We like to call this our daily bread. And for a gospel song today, we're going to hear from a singing and songwriting couple from Blount County, Tennessee. We're talking about Jeff Barbara and Sarah Perkle. The song I'm going to feature today is off the CD produced in 2004 called Barb Hollow Sessions. Every song on here is a good one. And today we're going to hear a song called Prayer for My Friends. It's Jeff Barbara and Sarah Perkle 
straight out of East Tennessee on the Tennessee Farm Table. say thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here at 9 o'clock at WDVX.com or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting, just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at WDVX.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at Tennessee Farm Table 
www.thepodcastnetwork.com and check out our podcast. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.